This is a Gulf Stories moment made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hi again, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another Gulf Stories moment. My guest today, Dr. John Worth, professor of anthropology at UWF. And today we're talking about the Maldonado voyages to Pensacola Bay during the Soto expedition. Dr. Worth, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having me. So right off the bat, please tell me what is, what was the Soto expedition? It was an expedition uh, privately financed by Hernando de Soto to uh, come and establish a place where he could govern, and he was a conquistador. So he was not a really pleasant fellow, but he came and spent four years wandering across the southeast looking for gold and whatever treasures he could pillage and plunder after his experience in South America. Seems like there was a lot of that going on back then. Yeah, it it changed shortly thereafter. Actually, the reason uh, they changed the laws in Spain and made Indian slavery uh, against the law was partly as a result of his abuses and a few others, too. Well, so when I said just now back then, when are we talking about? When was the Soto expedition? He arrived in 1539. Contract was 1537. But he stayed here for about four years years, he died on the expedition, and the survivors made their way out by 1543, so early uh, 16th century. Okay, so that sets the scene with the Soto expedition. Now let's get specific on the Maldonado voyages. Tell me about those. Well, from Tallahassee, Soto sent Francisco Maldonado on a ship to see if he could find a good port so that they could find a place to resupply and eventually establish uh, maybe even a settlement. So he found Pensacola Bay, Mm -hmm. which was at that time known as Ochuse. That's the name of the group that lived here. So that was the reason they found it. And ultimately, when Soto never returned to the bay, he sort of got lost wandering in the interior. Maldonado came back four times a total to visit the bay and look for signs that the Spaniards were going to come back. So certainly it was significant for Pensacola that that occurred. Was it significant bigger picture than that? Well, it actually established uh, the route by which later Spanish expeditions would come to Pensacola Bay. It named Pensacola Bay, it put it on Spanish maps, and it gave them uh, ultimately the lead-in to later expeditions that came to this bay. Um, And it also, of course, had tremendous impact on the local native populations. We think maybe as a result of all that repeated Spanish visitation, there may have been the introduction of disease, and ultimately some of the native groups that in the area may have sort of uh, retreated back into the interior. So I've studied this none. You, on the other hand, have studied this for a great portion of your career. So you're going to know all about it. I didn't know anything about it, but I was kind of surprised when you suggested the topic that it didn't ring a bell at all. Am am I in the minority? Are the Maldonado voyages more known than perhaps I knew them, or are they sort of under the radar? They're very much under the radar. The DeSoto expedition, broadly speaking, is pretty well known uh, across the southeast. Um, although since Soto never actually came here to Pensacola Bay, it might not be as much uh, as well-known as the Luna expedition, which was later. Uh, Maldonado sort of has just slipped under the radar, and but it's, it's pretty pivotal. Um, it's just one of those little tidbits of history that was mm. important but never really got uh, into the public consciousness and into historians' minds as much. Well, and because, you know, as so many things were— were happening back then, and not that much had yet been discovered, I would imagine there were a lot of pivotal things that go under the radar because you can't, so everything mattered back then, right? Everything was new and everything was a discovery, if you will, it feels like. That's true. And, uh, and in fact, uh, it's interesting because Pensacola, of course, we celebrate the De Luna expedition, sure. and that's a very important part of our history. But frankly, that 
really didn't take root and and was lost to history for the most part. So the DeSoto expedition is remembered around the world, frankly, and across the United States. But the Luna expedition 20 years later uh, wasn't. And as a result, uh, it's one of those things where depends on where you are and what happened as to whether something actually got remembered. How interesting. So so you're obviously here in Pensacola, the, the Luna, it's a big deal, big celebration. But globally, it's the Soto expedition that's much more well-known. And Yes, very much so. In fact, Hernando Soto is actually... Uh, not revered, but certainly known about in Spain uh, as one of the early conquistadors. Um, uh, but Luna is kind of lost to history. So it's one of those things where uh, Luna's expedition failed. So did Soto's expedition. But it's kind of the way it happened mm. that that ultimately leads to its and memory and history. With a few seconds left, people listening may want to, to learn more, find out more. Where would you would you push them? Just go to the UWF webpage, look for the anthropology department under my name. Easy enough. Dr. John Worth, thank you for your time. Most interesting, sir. Thank you very much. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.